What's going on, Radio Free Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 130 of the Radio Free Fan podcast, a gaming podcast. My name is Michael. I got Derek here. Go say what's going on, Derek. What's popping, party people? I also have my co-host, powerful Scott. Go say what's going on, Scott. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to iTunes. <laughs> yeah, for real. And we also have powerful Ryan. Go say what's going on, Ryan. Hello, everyone. And uh, we've got a pretty sweet little episode for you. We got like what three weeks worth of content? Two weeks worth of content? I don't remember the last three time weeks. we recorded. Three, three weeks worth of content. Yep. We really turned it out there, but <laughs> you know, it's just what <laughs> I guess. You know, we've got this episode. We're going to talk about what we've been working on and just you know check back in. I don't have any gaming progress to be honest with you, but. You know, I'm living my life, doing my thing. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know how that's going down. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. We're just gonna catch up with all you listeners out there, talk about what we've been doing and things. Uh, we've got some emails that we need to go over and listen to, and and I'll read off for you guys, and then uh, then we should be good to go. So, who wants to start with their hobby progress on what they've been working on? Who wants to cheer, Derek? I've been trying to learn how to paint flesh and flesh tones. And that's been a whole process. Gross. Yeah. What are you working on? Flight uh, Indiana and take Matt's class. There's still like four spots left. I was going to catch the uh, Cult of Paint when it comes around to Houston. But I've been at some point I want to paint up my Kingdom Death box. So I'm just trying to like figure out what kind of style, like how I want it to look. Because all the artwork in the books is all this, like, gritty, like, high contrast, like, almost Batman-looking, like, I don't know how to describe it. At some point, I want to play Kingdom Death with you. You kind of keep it from me. I've never even seen your box that you supposedly have. <laughs> like, real, you've, you've told me you have this box of Kingdom Death. I've never seen you play it. And you have this, like, <laughs> secret group of friends that you play stuff with that... I've got a secret group of friends that also want me to play more Kingdom Death with them. <laughs> See, like... What the fuck, man? Well, I mean, I've been working on my Night Lords. So I've been trying to, like, get to where I can paint this stuff. I've been trying trying to learn how to do, like, wet blending and glazing and all sorts of crazy shit like that. Because the models themselves, a lot of what I see people paint them up as, and it looks really good, is this, like, weird, like, anime style almost, where everything's got this, like, real smooth blends and all this wild shit on it. Especially because everybody's holding like light sources, I still want to do that high contrast with like OSL and stuff like that. But it's all just stuff I don't actually know how to do, so I'm trying to figure that out. Interesting, interesting. Okay. So you've been working on Night Lords? That's your thing right now? Uh, yeah, not as much as I should. I still need to polish off that Fire Raptor. But once I do that, I just need to like uh, dull coat everything and then work on the old display board, if it even still fits with the extra stuff I added. I picked up like that. I think I talked about it before. It's like a 24 by something like a dry erase board. Yeah. Magnetic dry erase board. Yep. But that was before I picked up the fire after and a few extra Marines. So I didn't think it fit at first, but I might be able to like finagle it with some extra flight stands so that uh, the like three anvilus lightning and fire after all fit. That's badass. We uh we recently had all of our hobby stores consolidate into one single store. Oh yeah, that's been a thing. So like uh 
the place that we okay so like we not only no longer have our office that we were gaming out of in the one o'connor plaza but now all our all of our game stores except for one have closed down so it's like any possible game that you could want to play is going on in this game store at one given time and the game store is probably about the size of my living room and my entry area, wherever that is. I guess that's technically my dining room. That's it's not tiny. very big. Yeah. It's not a huge gaming store. Yeah. But it's very welcoming. Uh, Legacy Comics and Cards is a it's it's very it's a very nice store. It's a very friendly store. But damn, <laughs> do we need some like room and do we need some game tables? Yeah, you want to get there early and get yourselves a table. Yeah. So I am looking forward to, I think in April, they said they were going to start up that uh, Age of Sigmar League or whatever it was. I want to I want to make some Empire like Scott's doing. Scott definitely beat me to the punch on that one. Some old school Empire stuff. Well, y'all have fun with that. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I've been like looking at all the, uh, I, it's funny because last episode we talked about that, uh, that Legio models page for, uh, for Facebook that has all of, like we were talking, like we were basically talking about how they are pumping stuff out faster than Forge World. They have all these night kits and da, 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 da. And then dude, I'm like, because they have it to where like anybody can approve who goes into that group. Anybody that's a member of the group can approve it. And so I'm just like sitting there, like watching all of our listeners go to this group to get approved. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there approving. I'm like, hey, there you are. There, you're the you're the Patreon. You're the Patreon. I remember you. Bam, bam. And I'm just approving all these people. I was like, man, like who would have known that? Welcome, boys. Welcome, boys. Welcome to Mecca. <laughs> so, I I will say, man, that that damn Legio models has like definitely has me like on the edge of just like jumping in with a night house only only like they just released this like black templar set of armor that like makes your knights look like like hella beefed up like oh god yeah like super beefed up knights like i don't know how to put it like if you were to take a knight and like you were to say that he has like level one armor and then you would go and here's a knight with level five armor (laughs) like (laughs) that's the knight with level five armor like that is like late in the game you've got purple armor (laughs) like you're fucking rocking out with like legendary shit that's what that knight looks like and i'm like oh my god to have six of those dudes roll up on a table bde so sweet yeah they've actually uh they've actually got some kits for like the armager size knight robots i just say that they're for armagers i don't know what they're yeah but uh, they're based on some of the old Chaos Knights where they had, like, scorpion tails with their, like, carapace weapons mounted on them. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, some of that stuff looks pretty dope. They've been doing it right. They've been doing it right. I've been, uh, it kind of seems like everybody's kind of waiting for the full Book 8 release. I think the, it got, re- it got, you could pre-order it. It got and the then, soft release. And then nobody got to actually, like, get one but people got to see the they rules for like had, sanguinous they apparently had one book there yeah yeah but apparently the actual shipment of the books got lost i don't know i'm not What's buying it but yeah. whatever it's like hey well they had one i don't know how they had that one but somebody on the design team probably had it and it was separate from that shipment yeah look at that shield 
Look at this Dark Angel shield for a night. That is so Ooh. fucking hot. Look at this. Ooh, that's nice. That's a night size shield. Yep, it's pretty big. It's fucking badass, dude. God bless him. You want a night size sword? Oh, what? A wolf armor kit? Yeah. Wonder if they got it. I'm not too about that, but all right. But it's a style. Good for them. So anyway. So that's it. That's what you've been working on? Yeah. Didn't haven't been doing as much uh 3D designing as I wanted to, but I'm looking at some other other programs to use other than just Tinkercad. Because Tinkercad's mix, good for mix mesher, that's what a lot of people use. Yeah, there's that. And there's also mesh some mixer. Auto mesh desk yeah. program I've seen a lot of people use online. Uh 123D is one of them. Made by Autodesk, one two three D. Yes. But yeah, I've got a few days off this week consecutively, so I might sit down and look at some of those and try to see what I can crank out. Just shake it all out. Yeah. Go at the wall, see what sticks. There you go. That's pretty much me. So what about you, Scott, man? What you been working on? Me? God, a little bit of everything. So last time I think we talked, I kind of alluded I was getting back into 8th Ed Fantasy because of Tim, you know, another financial financially burdensome decision made because of that man who lives oh so far away. So I uh I got all my shit in. I've actually made pretty good progress. So I've painted five pistol ears, five outriders, and two great cannon teams. And since then I also started a, a Facebook page called Wizards Warhammer Fantasy page. And what that is, is that's the name of my very first game club from Rossville in uh, Kentucky. And a lot of our friends uh, started wargaming there as well. So um, when we all got started initially, we all played fantasy. So it's kind of a nostalgia thing for us. But anyone who's interested and wants to play 8th Ed with us or whatever, just wants to follow along with Hobby Progress or be a part of something like that, just uh, send a request and I'll approve it. But we... um got that off the ground and running and i think the plan is a buddy of mine named wesley who lives in uh russell he's going to be organizing a campaign out of the general's compendium and uh fucking doing something with that so kind of a good versus evil thing we'll write a narrative for it and uh it's going to be a slow grow thing so fantasy can be pretty i mean you're going to be painting a lot of info that's the name of the game. That's turns out that's how they fought before there were fucking tanks and airplanes. So, um, did you uh when when you say General's Compendium, do you mean the old school General's Compendium or the the new one that came out? The what old, are you talking like about? The fantasy one. Yeah, uh, the fantasy one. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking that. As far as like, I'm concerned, I don't recognize any of that shit. I don't. I do not care about that. I'm like totally we we we're fortunate enough that we collected a lot of the books and we have like the storm of magic book and tamara Khan and all that stuff and all the old army books so we have a lot of source material we can draw from and we're gonna, gonna get this campaign thing off up and running and our slow grow league i think deadline if you if you're wanting to participate and you live around kentucky indiana tennessee wherever and you want to play um Go send a request to Wizards Warhammer Fantasy page on Facebook, and then you'll find one of the threads on one of the posts on the page that Wesley's asking people to 
declare what they're going to play. Deadline for that's going to be March third, because after that he's going to start writing the narrative and getting the getting the um, getting the kind of format all together. Um, it's a good versus evil sort of thing, so kind of have in mind what you want to play. You know, if you're ogres or something that kind of falls in the middle, you know, pick one sort of thing. But um, that's the plan. Uh, I have he fortunately enough. Like I said, we've been collecting a long time. He gave me a bunch of old Empire shit, and I have more Empire stuff than I even know what the fuck to do with right now. I have, like, in various stages of assembly, I have about 20 knights, 50 handgunners, 40 spearmen, 32 halberdiers, a couple of characters, things like that. So pretty much set on everything I need. I, I need to buy, like, a an Empire bsb dude on a on a horse the the newer box set that really good looking one where there's a couple different variants you can put them together uh i'm going to do that but other than that that's pretty much all i need and i got some train from a buddy nick today that's the other thing i did um i played a game of 30k because i'm getting ready for ryan or nick's event at ryan's house the the battle barn next weekend so i played a 3,000 point game against my buddy nick played night lords just so i'm fresh on all my rules more or less and that was a lot of fun man i played with my very first army my iron hand so i got to dust them off and throw some dice and enjoy that and um i'm bringing a lot of well i'm not bringing but they're coming from down here quite a few people of like five or six and i'm bringing at least one person who's brand new to 30k to play as well so uh he's going to be borrowing my iron warriors and playing as a trader but uh should be a good time man i mean i'm doing a lot of fucking hobby stuff school's almost over you know so that really is going to be able to i'm a fucking social I'm, i've been married for 11 years i do not have a social life there are no social demands being made of me anymore <laughs> All I, do, I just do what the fuck i want hopefully that boils down to painting so that's the plan yes yeah dude rock on i would say one thing dude that like I, like that general's compendium, that big old red book, that big sexy red book. I think we had like three copies of that whenever me and Derek were were playing yeah, yeah. fantasy. And uh, yeah, that wasn't me. You were there. No, I wasn't. Like, you, I, yeah, you were. What what fantasy army did I play? Space that one wolves. That, <laughs> that one that got left in the parking lot. Yeah. Did you not play fantasy with us? I played one game of fantasy with like some dwarves. I got off Kyle. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind then. Anyway, uh, I don't think I don't even think I was there at that point. Boat battles, dude, fucking boat battles. I have, yeah. Seen, yeah. I have seen the boats. Those are some so. Cool. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but this is from like the very very early two thousands. But there was the Albion campaign, and there was specific missions in there where you had to land on a beachhead stuff. And I don't know what Wesley's plans are, but I'm he's an old school gamer just like me, so he. You know, he knows all that shit. Knows how to knows how to put this kind of thing together. Dude, those fucking boat battles we used to play. Like we all made our custom boats and there used was there was a games workshop in yeah. I in I ten in Sugarland. And we used to go up to Sugarland and we go play in these boat battles. And they'd like they'd say, Hey, today we're doing boat battles and they had this one big board that was nothing but boats. And they'd let you bring your boat and you put your boat on and they had boats that you could use there. And uh you move those boats around and you play it just like journal's compendium and then basically it's like last boat that stands is like the winner and 
I remember at the time, the way they had like the force organization chart set up, like you could just run a bunch of heroes and you didn't actually have to have any troops. And the the rules were you could use um you can move your boat by like basically you had to have like 10 people in a unit and that unit could move the boat by rowing or you could lower your sails or you could use magic to move your boat and so what i did was i just took like a shitload of necromancers <laughs> and like, oh, and like and so i was like all right and skeletons on the boat for the crew and then like, <laughs> and if at any point you had more crew on an enemy boat than they had on their boat, you could take over their boat. And so what I would do is I'd have all these, I'd necromancer all these skeletons onto other people's boats. And then just like, just like <laughs> sailing it, it, sailing it away to the other end of the board. And like, get out of here, boat. You know and then that if fucking I ever... necromancer's like, ah, everyone thought I was a fool for taking that boat rowing elective in necromancer school, but who's laughing now? It was so ridiculous, man. It was like I, because like I, my buddy Sam, I, I will not say that I made my boat. I might, I actually might have. I don't know. I can't remember. I know my boat looked a lot nicer. Like when I look back at it now, I look at the pictures. I think to myself, I'm positive that I did not make that boat by myself. I don't. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my buddy Sam, who was a much better modeler than I am, had a lot of creative license in my boat. But basically, it was like if you picture like. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean double deck like Spanish Galleon is what my boat looked like but it was like shitload it was real shitty because it was like a necromancer boat like an undead boat and so it was just kind of like it's like hello boys <laughs> skeletons on your ship <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked that's up that's a nice ship you have it'd be a shame well, if somebody another, those uh, skeletons <laughs> another cool thing I think we'll kind of do is since we have the storm of magic rules and we, I know a couple of uh Chinese entrepreneurs um you can essentially you can take a percentage of the points you're playing for a certain game and buy like monsters with it and shit so all those cool like magma dragons and shit like that and cockatrices those those random monsters and stuff I think we'll probably incorporate that once we get deep into the campaign and I'm gonna try to get my hands on a, a OG carmine dragon paint that fucker up some OG trolls, dude. The old school, like scary yeah. trolls, like the not, yeah. like not the super old ones that are like super skinny, but like those, those okay. mid range ones that are like puking on shit. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. like those those cool. Not the new fucking mushroom hat wearing ones, the trash ass <laughs> ones they just released. But not the Sesame Street ones. <laughs> not the Sesame Street ones, like the the Jim Henson's. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tight. I would. Yeah, man, that sounds fun. I uh recently what was it last week man pop goes the monkey posted up he did a a conversion where it was a new slayer's heads but on the dwarf with like armor bodies and they looked ironbreaker bodies oh dude they look so fucking good I was like uh mm, mm, I'm I don't know about yeah. <laughs> making bad choice. I don't know. It's like I don't. I've been sitting on hobby budget for about two months now. <laughs> we might get a little crazy here pretty soon. <laughs> so, but that's cool, man. That's dope. Is that what you're painting right now? What are you painting right now? I see. Yeah, man. Paint. I'm painting some handgunners. So painting some fucking. I have a a shitload of handgunners. So I ordered some stuff 
cloth eBay, and these are the handgunners that are like the multi-part kit, but I have like 50 of the single pose ones too. They're just as good. I really don't give a fuck. I mean, and uh, getting those guys ready, man. I uh, I'm reading this book with fucking Henry Steele's reading the same one right now called Riders of the Dead. It's yep. a Dan Abnett fantasy book, and it is fucking awesome, man. I read it's that. Like, yeah, it's so good. And uh, there's some Averland fucking Averland's the Empire State I'm playing, and uh, there's some handgunners in there. So have you read the Malice Darkblade books? No, I have not. <clears throat> I think that's the best fantasy books is the Malice Darkblade series. Yeah. The first book of the five is a little weak, but the last four are amazing. Um, my the other one I really like is uh, the Bruner the Bounty Hunter book, where it's just a bunch of short stories about Bruner. Yeah, you said that's like one of the better better compendiums, like omnibus sort of things, huh? Well, the bet no, well that one's all about Bruner and it's short stories. It's really good, but the actual best, probably the best short story book that Games Workshop ever released is that one. I think it's called Tales from the Old World. It's huge. It's like six or seven hundred pages, and there's like forty short stories in it. I got it in the other room, and they're all fantasy ones. Nice. Um. Nice. But uh. I read that book Necromancer a while back, like like back in 2006 when I was at my no, no, it was probably like 2005 when I was at my first job. I read it at my first job because I didn't have a whole lot of responsibilities and it was called Necromancer and it was just so fucking crazy. Like it, I'm, I'm pretty sure like it probably didn't age well now that I'm older, but I'd give that a shot if you could because I remember that book sticking with me. It was basically about like a young necromancer who like he originally he starts off and like he accidentally brings a rat back to life and he's like oh and then it like runs out of his window and all this stuff and he's like oh my god escape I have, bro i have powers <laughs> and then good. he like just started working off of that it's it's pretty crazy i guess we're doing this the now. von karstein trilogy is really really good too I always like Necromancer stuff, dude. I the always Von Kirsten like trilogy has one of the better... The ending of the third book, The char- there, there's a character in those books that's just super awesome. Uh, and like the ending of that character, like how that book ends, it's just one of the better endings of any book I've ever read. It's really, really good. All right. <laughs> Man, I want to know how it ends. Like, I don't like... What? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but the a lot of those old uh, fantasy books are awesome. That's why I got into fantasy was just reading the novels. Yeah, man. Um, my my favorite overall is the Malice Darkblade uh, books, the five Malice books, and then I really like I th- I believe it's called Tales from the Old World. I don't remember though. I got it in the other room. I'll go when I'll go grab it here in a minute um, and double check that so you guys get the right information but uh the bernie the bruner the bounty hunter series is really good um i got most of the old fantasy novels scott if you want to borrow them just come over there on my bookshelf and do so i forgot there's those those books there's the book knight errant the knight of the realm grail knight dude those are that's a fucking badass series like that actually breaks out like how the bretonian guy what's his name caramont or caramont car uh yeah it is Collard. Collard, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. The Lord of Bastone falls ill, and his son Collard and Brillas are plunged into conflict as a horde of goblins swarm out in the forests. Man, dude, 
Beastmen were such bitches back then. They were like just a classic OG like bad guy to send at it. It's like and Beastmen appeared. You're like, ah! yeah, they're pretty mustachially. <laughs> They're always pooping, wiping their poop on stuff. Every time you read a, a, a fucking story about basement, it's always talking about dung and their shit smell shit being everywhere. It's like it's, it's like it's like. Do you smell that? It's like yeah, it smells like fucking shit. It's like oh, beastmen are here. Beastmen yeah, are raiding. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> you could smell them a mile away. Yeah, man. Fucking badass. Old old school fantasy. I would. Definitely, definitely not want to read this new Fortnite version of oh, man. Yeah, fantasy. Oh, man. It is uh, a little tough to... Tough like a leather fucking steak, man. <laughs> it's just not chewable. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, it's, it's Tales, Tales of the Old World. Okay. Cool. And it's 768 pages. Um, a lot of entertainment. <laughs> it's just a bunch of short stories, but there's some really good ones in there. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that uh, book with all the short stories. But there's, like I said, there's several good ones. Um, but yeah, Scott, definitely check out those. All those old novels are really good. Right on. Damn, not on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, I think I have all the seventh and eighth edition army books too, Scott. So if there's any that you guys are missing, let me know. Yeah. Oh, Titan's Death is now inaudible. I hear good things. I hear good things. So what you been working on, Ryan? Barnes done. Hell yeah. So I had to. Um. Do I think last time we talked, I'd finished all the insulation. I had to paint it with the help of a bunch of friends and family. They helped one day, and then the next two or three days, I had to finish it up on my own. So got all that knocked out. Um, then I had to change around some of the lighting on my own. I did some others. Basically, just been working on that. And then I had to move all my crap from the basement out there. Jesus, man, it's really, you don't realize what you have until you start moving shit. <laughs> Truth. Can, can Good confirm. Lord. Wait till you guys see it. I've never had all my stuff, like, out and set up all at once, because I've not had the room. Like, even when I went even when I went to Adepticon last year and set up all my stuff, that wasn't all my stuff. That was just what I could fit. Same thing with camp. That wasn't all my stuff. Damn. So, it's pretty... Pretty mind blowing, but I got I moved my 3D printers out there. Um, my wife, she recently sold her bakery, so I got a bunch of stainless steel tables and shit from her to use as like uh, airbrushing tables and hobby tables. So that's pretty sweet. I uh, picked up an old water cooler from work they were gonna throw away, so I have a water cooler out there. Chris Duncan gave me a fridge, so it's out there. I got a four by eight dry erase board that they were getting rid of at work that's out there. Um, I went and bought some more tables today cause I ran out of tables. Uh, Chris Duncan, I'm making him buy me some cause he's having some big 40 K event. I'm like, Hey, you're gonna have to spend some of that entry money on these yeah. tables. Cause we ain't got enough tables. We got a plenty of terrain, but we don't have actually tables to put them on. So I had to get some more of that. Uh, 
Scott came down one day and we played some BattleTech, and then I showed him all my fantasy stuff because he hadn't seen all my old fantasy armies and stuff. So we broke those out, just kind of looked through them. My ogres and my wood elves. The noblars. The fucking noblars that fell face down, of course. <laughs> yeah, like a peanut butter sandwich. I had all, <laughs> this whole like giant fucking regiment of noblars with all these little weapons up in the air. And they're glued to a movement tray, and I dropped them. And, of course, they fell. Fucking <laughs> tiny weapons face down. Splash! <laughs> yeah, just Jesus. shattered into a trillion pieces. And then, I, I just started dying laughing. It was so funny because I was like, it's just like a peanut butter sandwich. It always lands bad side down. I just imagined like like a Simpson moment where it falls and then your raptor dog just grabs it. And just, <laughs> just, yeah. oh, 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 there they go. <laughs> so anyway, I showed Scott all that stuff. Um, I've played several games of Dust and started showing some more people Dust. I got my Desert Scorpion army uh, in. Well, I got most of it in, and then my order, I'm like, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go there. Every time I order from a certain place, I never get all my shit, and it drives me crazy. Because it's, okay. it's like... It's it's Dust USA, isn't it? It's uh, we get Yeah, it. it's it Dust is. USA. It's so frustrating. Because... I'm four for four. I've only I've ordered there four times, and all four times I've not gotten all my shit. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I'm a three for three ordering from War Factory in Poland, and it's the same thing. And actually, like, so the first two times I ordered from War Factory, I wasn't supposed to be able to order, and both times they got my order wrong. They sent me, like, one wrong thing, and I was like, you know what? I got the main thing I wanted, even though you sent me – because I ordered an Allies weapon kit, and they sent me yep. an Axis weapon kit, and I was like, that's not that big of a deal. Second time I ordered, I ordered, like, two Allies transfer sheets. They sent me Axis transfer sheets. I'm like, I get it. You want me to play Axis? No, thank you, War Factory. And then the third time, I couldn't order from them anymore. So I had to, like, go around the system, get in contact with Mr. Mr. Ben Porter <laughs> to have yeah. him. Like, dude, like, it, it was, like, this whole, like, ridiculous, like, sneaky, sneaky. Because you couldn't get Greg and Izzy anymore, and you couldn't get yep. the uh, – uh, the Panzer four upgrade kits. So I like had to order those through like, uh, through a third party from war factory to get to me. And they got something wrong with that one. I was like, well, the three for three, they're wrong, wrong on order. And so I don't know. It's frustrating. Cause well, the problem is like I ordered from the main, I've never got a wrong order from the main dust site. I've always got the right stuff from there from China. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I, but the problem is it takes a long time to get it. Like you order it and you don't get your stuff for like three weeks or longer. Seems like. Oh, it was Panzermeister that I was supposed to get. That's what I was supposed to get. And they sent me some like NDAC crew member. I was like, that's not what I wanted. Whatever. Mm. Anyway. But, but anyway, so the problem is I always order, like I'll get what I can from dust USA. Cause it says they have it and they have way less of a selection than the main dust site. So, but it ships faster, obviously. So I'll order what I can from there, and then everything that's left I'll get from the main dust site because I have to wait on it. And then yep. what always happens is I put in both orders, and then like four days later I get my shit from Dust USA, and I don't have everything. And then I'm like, well, damn it! I just ordered. I wouldn't have just put it on that main dust, dust order. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If I'd have known. <laughs> so it's getting to the point where it's just like I'll just order from Dust Games and wait. <laughs> I uh, ordered something from Dust Game one time and immediately, like, I think I ordered Dust USA and then ordered Dust Game, and my stuff from Dust Game came in before my stuff from Dust USA one time. 
Hmm. I was like, how did something from China make it faster here to me in Texas than from Ohio? Strange. So I'm just happy now that the barn is done. I got everything moved out there, but it's mostly just like jumbled, piled on tables. It's not like actually organized yet. So I, I'm going to work on that this week, getting everything organized because they're, we're having that 30K event here this weekend. So it has to be done. Um, so once I get all that organized and I get my paint desk set up, I'll be able to start actually hobbing again. And I'm going to start back on my uh, black shields and get them knocked out for Sweden. Wow. And then uh, I got I, the 3D printing class is only in a couple weeks. So I got to get my photon ordered. I still don't have a photon. I've tried to get in on like three lightning deals and I'm not fast enough for the lightning deal. I, <laughs> I end up on the wait list every damn time. It drives me crazy. I don't know if they only sell like two on lightning deal. Like we sold our two. Nobody else gets any. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know keep, what. They just keep you wanting. It's like. Yeah. So yeah, maybe next time, boys. I'm just gonna have to pay the full price or whatever. But uh, that 3D printing class is in two weeks, so anybody wants to get in on it, please get in on it. I'm kind of losing my ass on it right now, but it is what it is. It's well worth it, people that are listening. It's only 50 bucks. I mean, Jesus, it's a 16 or two two days, 16 hour course for 15 or 50 bucks. I'm not sure how you could beat that. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> it's like so people just don't see the value i guess but anyway so you could be ahead of the curve everybody powerful john stanford you could be ahead yeah. of the fucking curve I, I mean i'm personally excited for it so i'm I'm pretty pumped about that that's in two weeks and then um like i said we got uh nick's event this weekend i'm gonna play my death guard i guess so pretty excited about that if i had more time now that I need to paint my Ashen Circle. They're like one of the better units in the game now. They went from like the worst unit in the game to one of the better units in the game. <laughs> Scott's laughing. What are you laughing you knew at? knew all along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they called me crazy. So, so okay. So that, that new FAQ came out, right? Yeah. Did, did anything in there come out that like you're excited about that you saw or pretty much all of it it's the best faq they've ever put out it's almost like i don't know i'm not gonna say anything but anyway it was uh someone did a good job somebody out there somebody you know who you are somebody out there knows who they are (laughs) yeah two people out there know who they are that that really helped the community out a lot a long time ago (laughs) and (laughs) possibly just now getting getting to where it need to be who knows we could be talking to that person right now. Who knows? But anyway, I don't think we are excited <laughs> about the uh, quad mortars. Now I can play quad mortars and not feel like a dirty bitch when I play them. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Phosphex is still pretty dumb, but it's toned down. Yeah. I almost went the opposite and was like, you know, I almost bought a shitload of quad mortars just to <laughs> start abusing them. <laughs> but here we are. It's like, well. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in there. It fixed most of the problems, and I guess uh, custodes are getting a nerf bat in book eight. So, dude, it's that's almost, what it sounds like, right? It's like, almost like we're going back to pre book seven, which is great because book seven was a shit show that damn near ruined the game. So 
like hitting the reset button on that is good. It's great, actually. It needed to happen. I mean, I don't know why it took like three years or however long it took, but it took three years and like, uh, like a lot of complaining from everybody everybody to make it happen. And kind of just makes you wonder like what, what's happening? Like at what point did they realize that their cells were falling off and that this needed to happen? You know? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Their prices haven't helped things either. He's right. And also the canceling of like Calf and all that shit where you could actually sort of get in, you know, on the cheap. Like, because, well, we did that episode where it's like, if you did it right, it wasn't any more expensive than 40K, but they've changed all that with the way they've discontinued products and jacked their prices up and all that. Now it's way more expensive. Dude, for real. But. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of sad that, you know, I don't play it as much anymore and all that jazz, but at the same time, it's like, good for people who stayed in. Good for them. Yep. So, I also got all my hate stuff in the mail. Which looks fucking ridiculous. Let me just tell you, if you did not get in on this Kickstarter and you play miniatures games, man, did you miss out. It is I have no doubt in my mind it is the best value for money of any miniatures game that has ever been put out to this point. Just looking at the miniatures. <laughs> if you didn't invest in hate, then fuck you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry. I think I figured it out, and you pay like a do- it's like less than two dollars US a miniature. And just so you, like I've said, they're all designed, like they were all like sculpted by like the people like. Like one the one of the main sculptors was the guy who did the Primarchs for Forge World, that's now independent. So like all the Prince models and shit are all like Primarch level models, and they're that size. They're big, you know. They're like Primarch scale models are huge, and they're mega high. They're I don't know. It's just so fucking good, man. We opened it up last night, and literally every there was like two or th- two or three people playing 30k. And I just got the boxes out and started opening it, and like everybody quit playing their games to come look at all the shit. Like is it a? Cool. Is it is it uh? What do you call it? Um, is it all resin or is it injection molded plastic? It's injection molded plastic. Oh my god, even better. It's like that. It's like the dust. It's like the older dust plastic. That's like that slightly bendy stuff. Like it's, you know, what I'm talking about. Like the. Yeah, no, I understand. But it's it's all pre-assembled. You don't have to fuck with it. It comes there. There's very little flash or any cleanup to do. It's basically just pull it out of the box, and start painting it. It's badass. That's um, like legit figurines. Yeah, it's they're really 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 good. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing that. I like the the fact that it's just like you know it plays like a board game. It's the rules are similar to Shadespire. Like, if people have tried Shadespire, if you like Shadespire or know anything about it, it's similar. I think it's... Me and Maka talked about it on there. I think it's better than Shadespire, but it's it's fairly similar. Hopefully it kicks off, dude. Hopefully it's like, you know... What do you mean kicks off? Like, there's not... You can't buy it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's this is it. the Kickstarter campaign. That's it just, that's it? The like, they're not, they're not, like, offering it for sale at all? Nope. Like, yeah. nope. nope. 
they were just like, hey, we're going to release this and all the expansions we would have put out for it for like three years all at once, and then that's it. And then we're going to collect the money, we're going to mail you the product, and that's it. And if you're one of the people that got it, you have it. And if you're one of the people that didn't, you don't have it. Uh, that doesn't seem healthy for that game at all. <laughs> like, it's what just a board that? game. You don't have yeah. to be like, it's not oh, like. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's kind of. Sort of like a Kingdom Death or something like that. Yeah. But you play yeah. campaigns. It's a. So the way it works is there's like. I think we counted there's 11 tribes. Um, and then there's like a world map. And you can play with up to six people in a campaign. So let's say us four were playing and Josh and Zach. So we got all six people. We'd all pick our tribes. If you got everything from the Kickstarter, you 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 got enough stuff to run three. Are you paying attention? What are you guys doing? I'm uh, just checking Derek. He said he couldn't no, hear. Oh. So if you got the full Kickstarter like I did, you got enough boards uh, and gaming materials to run three games simultaneously. So if we were all together in the same room, like... You and Derek could pair off, me and Zach could pair off, and Scott and Josh could pair off, and we could all play simultaneously on three different tables. And then as soon as those games were over, record the results on the world map, and then play three more games, and you could play a whole campaign in a day. Oh my. That's cool. It's pretty fucking neat. Sounds like y'all are going to have a lot of fun with that. Yep. I just, I need to get, I, I should take some photos. After the show, I'll take some photos of some of the miniatures and show you. There's this dude riding like a fucking war yak or something. It's like this big fucking ogre guy riding a war yak. Scott smiling. <laughs> a fucking war yak. That's awesome. <laughs> you know that, uh, you know that fantasy thing of like the, og- like it's like two or three ogres riding that big orange beast thing with like the yes. harpoon thing on its back? The stone hinge or. Yeah, 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 that thing. Whatever. It's yeah. like that big. It's huge. It's like that big, but like Primark detailed. And a yak, which is cooler than a mastodon, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like a, it's a fantasy thing. It's not like a real creature. It's like a, it looks like a buffalo fucked a yak and then got like. I'm in. Tainous. You've got my attention. <laughs> that many times. So for the people who don't know, Adrian Smith designed all the art and all the characters and everything for the game. And he does like, he's like the best artist that games workshop ever had. In my opinion, like when you look back at the old fantasy books, like fifth edition and sixth edition, like when chaos warriors like became really fucking awesome. Like if you look at the art and they're just like, just super fucking gnarly looking, like real pretty, just mega armor. And you know, when, when ogres finally got redone and became their own army, like, the original paperback ogre book and you know what I'm talking about? Like the current ogre models yep, that yep, they still yep. use. He designed all that stuff. That was with the, like you're talking about when they updated the uh, storm of chaos campaign, right? When they updated the chaos models, they looked all fucking giant and space Marine like, right? Yeah. Like in sixth edition. Oh, oh dude. Fantasy. So fucking dude. Those, those models. Oh, bless that like, heart. Just get on your phone and type in Adrian Smith Chaos Warrior. Uh, here, let me yeah. find something. Yeah, that Storm of Chaos campaign. I remember that. I remember that, how like legit those models just like... I mean, obviously he didn't do the sculpts, but he did all the art that it's based off of. So like this, for example, like anything that looks like that. Yep, yep. That's oh, yeah. Adrian Smith. Yep. So yep. like everything for hate looks like that. 
like that detailed, but in miniature form. Nice. I remember when uh, Jason got his uh, uh, Jason got his Storm of Chaos or a Storm of whatever uh, Warriors, and he compared them to, like to his old Chaos Warriors, <laughs> like like the ones that are like basically yeah. shitting in a field. And, like, yeah, they're, they're all like, like hunched <laughs> over. Dude, that was the very first fantasy army I ever had, and those models look, uh, God, dude, it's like. And then, like, I remember because, like, you know, like the high elves, you know, pretty much, like, yes, you could assemble and put arms on shit and all that jazz, but the poses that they were making, like, they were not gonna be like some ridiculously cool pose. It was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and make this model have, uh, you know a sword or instead of this or you know just like stupid stuff like that and i remember when those look uh, like those little you know those little guys in the star wars movies that help put han solo in the carbonite it just looks like those guys in lots of spiky armor (laughs) yeah and like i remember when when you actually like got the model it was like uh okay um it's like well he uh he can only have these two ball arms like there's only a ball joint for these two arms Make it make everything else like make everything else work in your own way. And I was like, oh, this is badass. So that picture I just showed you, Michael, or just like that was just like a basic fucking warrior. I don't know if you can see these very well or not, but that's like a whole tribe. Like that's like an army for hate. Like when you pick a tribe, you'll that you'll play that many minis. Damn, that's it's tight. So but anyway, yeah, I'm super impressed with it. The box that it comes in was bigger than the Kingdom Death box. It's massive. It's a huge fucking massive fuck off box of miniatures and and uh all the tokens for the game are like three D injection injected plastic tokens and stuff, so there's not like That's cardboard tokens bad. or anything. Well, That's cool. cool. So And you, you got literally everything that they could op- ever offer for that yep, game. I got the full everything for it. Yep. For bang a bang. So like at this point it's just like painted up and Paint it up, and then anybody in my club that wants to play it, they can come over, and it's all there. We can sit down. If we had enough people, we could sit and play a campaign in a whole in a day. Well, I dig it. I think. So, uh, now that the barn's yeah. done, a little salty that uh, <laughs> can't jump onto this now. You can. It's in. Uh, it's on eBay. You have to pay. Out the I ass. think the the only one I saw on there that literally had everything. Uh, I think. They had five hundred dollars or best offer on it, and it's one, literally everything. One AIDS blowjob. How much was a? Uh, uh, how much was it like to jump in on the Kickstarter? Right at three hundred. Oh, that's not terrible. Five hundred, little little baby, little baby price markup versus you know some Forge World dice level <laughs> <laughs> price markup. This is a thirty k small army. Yeah. Well, I think it's if you if you get everything like if you count just the end of I think it, you get like 150 miniatures, infant like miniature like 150 like miniatures that range from like normal Space Marine size all the way up to like fucking Primark size, and then that one guy that's on the War Yak or whatever is like mini football sized. He's fucking huge. He's like a big ass model. I. I like it. I like. Uh, I'm all about big ass models. I remember whenever. Uh, uh, who could have the big mammoth 
in Lord War of the Rings. Mammoth? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings and War Mammoth. I had no yeah. fucking Easterlings. Yeah, I had no reason to ever want to play Lord of the Rings until I saw that that mammoth even existed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of want to <laughs> I kind of want to own that model. I've been printing a ton of big mechs for people, man. Like so many people are buying buying and wanting to want me to print them big mechs and shit. So, been printing a bunch of those. Um that's pretty much it. Read some Battletech books. Got massively fucked over at work. Getting sent back to Harding Street. That sucks. So my, my life is kind of in mega disorganized chaos right now. Trying to figure that out. I'm trying to scramble to move on because I don't want to be in the storeroom anymore. So, so but, sad. Uh, so sad for you. I'm hoping now that the barn's done, like I said, that I, I have an actual legit place to hobby again. Things should be getting back to normal. When are you going to do your dust event out here, Michael? It's all ready to go now. Mm, I think the last time we were talking with the guys in the Radio Free Sphergrad group, yep. we were looking at May, I think, okay. was the idea. So The only thing that's going on in May is Matt's painting class. Yeah, I think it was uh, the third week in May, I think, was the... Was what we were looking at. Oh, I have to go back and look. There was something we were trying to work around, like another dust event or another dust like escalation or something like that. I can't remember. I think Matt's class is the third week in May. You need to look. It's on my calendar. If you guys, all this stuff that we're talking about that's going on at the barn, are you locked up, Michael? Like your image locked up. Mm, he. And he's the, the one recording. Finally, okay. <laughs> uh, he's record. He was the one recording the call, so I don't know if this is being recorded or not, Scott. No. So, what do we want to talk about now that he's gone? I don't know, man. I hate that guy, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I need to get a hold of Dave's wood-burning guy and get those fucking hex bases made for us. I always forget about it. And then I always remember it when it's like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> In fact, let's just ask Dave for the info right now. Skype died. We don't know where we were at because it's been like 20 minutes or something. So <laughs> I think we were talking about hate. So if we were, that's wrapping up the hate talk. But anyway, Game Barn's done. No, we were talking about... Uh, the class schedule, right? Like the barn schedule. That's what it was. Oh, you're asking me when I was going to have my dust thing, and we were right. trying to talk about. That's what it was like, because I was about to say all these events that we're talking about going down in the barn, like the 30k event, Chris Duncan's 40k event, uh, the Cold of Paint painting class, the Matt Kane painting class, and the 3D printing class. If you uh -huh. want to know more about all that shit, uh, it's go to the Find the Battle Barn on Facebook, join that Battle Barn page, and there's a calendar on there. Basically, it's just a, a list of events that are going on at the Battle Barn. And then just, like, pictures and shit like that of things that we're doing out there. Hmm. That's just Battle Barn or... Battle Barn Facebook. Yeah, it's just called Battle Barn on Facebook. Yep. And I'll, I'll add some more photos. Now that it's done, I still need to organize the inside. I'll take some more photos of the inside and shit and put them up. So. That's what's up, dude. Be legit. Pretty legit. Liked, liked and followed. 
I'm surprised you haven't already. But anyway. So what do you think of all the videos and stuff that I've sent? What do you think is going off that, Michael? Uh, I like that it's uh, I like I like watching it happen. And but what I see there is it's like a dream, you know. Like I wish that like <laughs> I could just walk outside and go have a have a damn store within walking distance walking distance of uh <laughs> of my house. You know? I'm telling you, I get you a job here. Uh, maybe if I ever, if, if my, if we, if we ever sell my company, man, I'm telling you, that's a, uh, my first place to move is Indiana. You believe on that. <laughs> so anyway, that's my hobby progress. I think that's everything. Like I said, just been dust has really taken off here. I think we talked about that a little bit on the last episode. A lot, a lot of people been getting into dust in the game club. So that's cool. It's a fun game, dude. It's it's a definitely it, it's a fun game. It's quick. It's easy to get into. Everything like that. The only thing that's not fun about it is their U.S. distribution. <laughs> but other than that, good times. <laughs> get around that one minor issue. Yeah, you know. There, what's that company called? Uh, there's a there's another company that does distribution out of uh, out of Ohio. I don't know if I, I if I when I remember the name, I'll, I'll post it on our Facebook. It's a. Uh, I looked up that one place that you told me about. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And gigabytes. Gigabytes. Yeah, I can't gaming. find any product. It's just like here's an order form, but we we can't tell you what we have. I don't. I was confused. I was like, I don't know what this fucking grognard ass, no picture, no description, <laughs> no list website is. But I'm not just like sending a message to some Nigerian prince of I want some dust things with no photos and no information, and hoping I get stuff. I don't. That's not Dude. a recipe. Do it. Tell them what you want. That's all you got to do. Tell them what you want. Got to have faith. But so that's what you're working on, Ryan? Yep. That's it. The barns ate up a lot of my time, obviously. A lot. And then getting all these events organized. We're down. We need like eight more ticket sales for Heresy Camp. That's all we need is like eight more. And then we can, we have the minimum. War Games Camp. War Games Camp. Heresy Camp. War Games Camp. Whatever. I bought War Games Camp domain. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a ticket, you can call whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fair enough. So, well, rock and roll, dude. Uh, I have not worked on any hobby like related, like mi- like miniature war games, war gaming, nothing like that at all. Mr. Fry. In the past, like almost going on like two, three, two, two or three months now, I've not worked on. Uh, it's it's like it's the phases I go in in my life. Like I get real deep into like Warhammer miniature gaming, and then like I take a break and I look at all the cool stuff, and then you know I save a shitload of money. (laughs) Like like a shitload of money gets saved in this process and all this jazz. Age of Sigmar out of nowhere. And then like shit just happens. Uh, That's gonna be explosive when that does happen. Yeah, it's gonna be explosive. Uh, So now Age of Sigmar. The fuck's wrong with God? Because we don't got anything else, bud. Like we don't have like a we don't have a huge. You don't have anything else. Like like, you want me to tell you what's better than that? Like checkers. Like our. You didn't have 
didn't have dust. And now look at all this dust. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like we don't have like a like a lot of the guys in our area that were like, you know, playing heresy and stuff like that. They're all not playing heresy anymore. So they're not playing any war games anymore. So we're just kind of, you know. <laughs> what happened? You like you had all this dust shit going on. You have a dust podcast. You're dust this, dust that. Won't you play dust? Well, so I would love to play dust. Unfortunately, so the store that I was hosting dust at, and the store that I actually got to like sell dust and all that jazz, and that was like fully supportive of dust and everything dust related, uh, closed the fuck down. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say banned you because of your farts. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apparently I have what they call an odor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I don't know who these smell elitists are, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, dude, like, so I don't know. I, I, anyway, it's like I used to go to Crossroads Games, powerful Zach yep. store. Uh, then the owner of that store basically wanted to move on with his life was like you know what he's like uh owning a store is fun but i do need to go ahead and like start looking after my family and stuff like that so i can't own a store forever so let me go ahead and sell my store and so he closed up shop and everything like that so i have all of this dust products and stuff like that and i was like well that's all right i will go ahead and talk to my other gaming store and i will see about selling my stuff on consignment there. And then we can just host dust there and all this stuff. Um, unfortunately, and for all the people that go to that store that I'm about to talk about, they already know, like <laughs> I'm not going to offend anybody, but they know that the owner of that store is kind of difficult to work with. <laughs> if like, it's not A his real idea. Fuck boy. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> it's like, if it's not his idea, then it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, let's we'll start yeah. working on the inception technology. We'll have Scott enter his dreams and then. Yeah. And then he'll be that guy that I read the story about today that. Did you fuck? I've got to, I'm going to have to send you guys a story. I get is some news anchor guy, like a local news anchor guy. Like I think he's in California or whatever. Oh, I and, know what you're talking about. Yeah, he died from shoving all those meth rocks up his butthole. Yeah, and he he yeah. choked to death on vomit in his gip mask. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, he, so he died with meth like rocks in his butt and vomit in his gip mask. Long story short, <laughs> that's the end of that story. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> yeah. that's the end of that story. Yeah. So he. He was like this. Yeah, yeah. So he was like a married dude with kids, and he was like a local news anchor, and then he had like this weird, uh, you know, second life, and they found him. Stuff. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. For one, Ryan, it's 2019, so so kink shaming is not. Yeah, I did. I meant it weird, like as in he kept it. (laughs) Like it's weird to lead a double life. Like what he was doing, like people do. Like I'm not. I don't care one or another. I'm saying like we made Ryan apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Thanks a lot. So, what I'm getting at, you don't like not every like it's not a normal everyday thing to have like a job where you go go, go to work in a suit and tie and shit, and you have the right. you have the normal nuclear family, and then 
Like all of a sudden <laughs> you're like on grinder dying with methrox in your butt, choking on vomit and get mask. I'm sorry, that's just not that's not like what you know ninety percent of the population's doing. I no, guess no, you're, you're right. That, that that is definitely not average. That is, yeah. uh, that is a that, that, that is that an is anomaly. A, that is a noteworthy uh, event. <laughs> This is what some of us in the statistics game would call an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know what I'm going for is Halloween now, at least. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm trying to shove decide. a bunch of bunch shove a bunch of oatmeal in a gimp mask and <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those news stories you read it and you're like. You start asking questions in your head, but then you got to remember, like, we're way too far down this rabbit hole. Like, why put the meth rocks in your butt? But then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I don't think he bothered to ask that question. I think this man plays by his own rules. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's an answer you don't actually want. (sighs) How did we make this conversation happen? What were were the... I don't know. I don't know what we were talking about before, but I just, I went down that rabbit hole today of that guy. So, oh, yeah. Oh man. MMA underground forum is a fucking wondrous thing. That's where I read about it. Like, I go there for like literally everything. I go there and just like read like the top ten articles, and it's it's how I it's how I learned about the Jesse Smollett thing originally, and like fucking went down that rabbit hole, which is hilarious. There's so many good memes and jokes that have come out of that. Oh yeah, dude. Ryan was like way early with the Jesse Smollett stuff. Like, I was like, damn. Ryan's like really angry for or, or Ryan. No, it like, wasn't. Ang- it was just. It was obvious bullshit. Like the first time I read the story, right? Like I'm five seconds into reading the story, and I'm like, "Oh, this is some bullshit. Like this is no way this happened." And this guy's trying to pass it off, and it's and I knew from the get go because of the way the story was and who was commenting on it that it was going to blow up in this dude's face, and it was only a matter of time. So it was <laughs> funny to watch the journey of knowing that this guy was full of shit and it was going to get way bigger than he could control, which is exactly what happened. And then it just, all the chaos that went along with it, it's been hilarious. He said he was the gay Tupac. I was like, whoa, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Is that just like normal Tupac? Have you seen like, there's there's a huge rumor that Tupac was already that way. There's a parallel here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, man. It's a, it's definitely a, that that whole like without getting too deep on this podcast and uh, saying some shit that can be like brought up in our future when one of us <laughs> runs for Congress, like <laughs> like that whole situation, like just going back and watching his uh watching his interview, man, you're just like you fucking liar, <laughs> like oh it's so funny, it's just so funny, like there's just so many funny things that have come out of it, and it I, started. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on it. And now I'm like hip to a bunch of like subculture shit that I was not even aware was the thing. I love it. All it takes is one red pill. I like how <laughs> Ryan, like, like Ryan is so against red pilling. Like, you know, I don't know what that is. What's like, a red pill? Like conspiracy, the like truth. getting into the conspiracy and all that jazz. Like, yeah, I, no fuck- I, don't, I ain't buying <laughs> And like, this was the one time where like Ryan comes out and is like, nah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And like, everybody else is like, I don't know, man. It's a little racist of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no 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 it's like not being racist just just listen just like just like it, like everything ryan said was making sense and we're just like well, i don't know man nope 
He was he was right from the get from the get go. <laughs> like from the fucking get go. Dude, my I'm bullshit detector pegged as soon as I read that story originally. I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense. No one did that. Ryan's like, what guys are walking around at two in the morning with ski mask, bleach, and rope? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag typical white people shit. That's <laughs> yeah, just what we do, man. Us honkies, yeah. you know. Kids, yeah. Kids. Yeah. I'm trying to fight the urge now, but I'm probably going after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, yeah. It it's really face. embarrassing when me and Scott meet up and we both bring the rope instead of one, <laughs> one having the bleach. Oh, man. It's like, oh fuck! Now we've now we just got double bleach. What are we supposed to do now? We just got to go home and change. Somehow fashion this into a rope. So yeah, so so that 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 is that is the reason why I have not brought dust into. Uh, <laughs> like I have not further. <laughs> Jesse Smollett is a reason. Good reason to think. I bet, but I bet that dude's glad Peter decided to attack Steve Irwin, so people finally have something else to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Bob Craft. Somebody posted in the the Radio Free Sparegrad thing. It's like, uh, think Jesse Smollett is thanking God right now for Bob, Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to read them emails, Michael? Uh, yeah. Hey guys. I'll oh, see Scott's got to go. Yep, y'all have a nice night. See you, Scott. Bye, Scott. Yeah, let's get to these emails, boys. Let's see what we got. So, we got an email from Matt who says, Email for RFI to help with the missing segment, one of my favorite segments. He says, hey, RFI, since emails have seemed to drop off cliff since the change of topics, I thought to remedy this. So here's two short stories about the joys of being a substitute teacher. Did we read this one already? I think we did. We read the yeah. substitute stories last week. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I went one too far. <laughs> so this one's insane kangaroo con- yeah. contact. Yeah. Sorry, got hiccups out of nowhere. Scott got off here too quick. Oh, it says, hey, man, don't read this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need to run that by Scott, though. For, forward that to Scott. Thought you guys would get a kick out of this. This bridge in Oklahoma gets hit by trucks so often it has its own Facebook page. Don't know who gave it its paint job, but it's pretty hilarious. We lost a tractor trailer to it last year. And so I think I've actually seen this bridge he's talking about. And Oh, the East Main Bridge? No, no, I have not. Oh my gosh. So if you go to East Main Bridge on Facebook, oh my God. you'll see this really low hanging bridge that has a uh, a shark mouth painted on it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it just eats trailers, it looks like. There's another page. What is it like like ten foot five or something like that? Maybe. I don't know. There's some Facebook page where it's like nothing but this bridge just destroying trailers and trucks. And like they have a webcam that's focused on it all the time. But yes, you are absolutely right. Please continue sending us stuff like this because we, in fact, do get a kick out of it. And so there's that one. Oh, and that's all I got, Ryan. Oh, I thought there was more. Are you sure? That is all I got. What about Facebook messages? Let's look. 
So when are you going to come up and visit? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What you need to do is you need to find a damn barbecue competition in your area. I told and... you I'm not doing that. I don't care about that. I like to eat things. I don't like to cook things. And I will come compete. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. I'll yeah. buy two Weber Smoky Mountains off of Amazon, send them to your house. So he doesn't have to take anything up there. So I don't have to take anything up there, and I'll just compete on those bad boys. And I'll just bring my stokers and buy everything I need there. I'm pretty sure briskets aren't that expensive. Actually, you've had, like, so many. Like, I should have just sent you fucking money now. God damn it. All these damn Weber Smoky Mountains are going on sale in Indiana. I forgot about that. For, like, 100 bucks, and they're $500 smokers. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. They're all in sale everywhere where there's stupid Arctic, <laughs> Arctic blast, but not down here in Texas because oh, you know. yeah, that makes sense. And so, yeah, man, they were like going on sale for like stupid cheap. I should have sent you money to buy some and hold them at your house and then just go compete in old Indiana. Bring them. I got a new phone and now I can't find. I used to have some app thing where it had all our messages for the podcast go to our messages for the rfi page and see if there's something on there uh, it's and, called pages or facebook page is the app yeah i know i had that but i don't see it on here i think it was just on my old phone i don't think it moved over because it had like a little flag icon didn't it yep okay so we've got some messages I don't know. There was. I thought there was something we were supposed to shout out or read out or whatever. Maybe it was Will. I think it was Will. So Will says, powerful Will, he actually came to hang out at my barbecue cook-off last weekend. Hell yeah. Derek was there too. Not nearly as long as Will was there. And he brought Kayla. Yeah. And they had, some, they had some ribs. Facebook page manager, right? It's just Facebook page. Uh, so, Will said, oh, dude, the last message I have from him is in 2017 before this. That's crazy. Uh, so, there's an event going on called the Dallas Open GT. Uh, so, narrative information is... Incoming message from Sector Commander Bectus. That was a gay name. To Allied Forces. <laughs> All Allied Forces. Unknown message fragment. Sector Command has received a garbled message fragment, the contents of which are included here within. You are directed to enter the sorter system, identify the source of the signal, and execute retrieval as practicable. A uh, whole bunch of stuff. whole bunch of Magos stuff that I assume John Stanford wrote. Uh, Magos, we have located... Gene returning to Prime Forest Complex with all speed, picking up multiple enemy engine contacts, moving to inch to secure the message end. It is critical we discover the provenance of the item described in the message as long-range scanners have shown that tremendous resources were expended to keep it in the hands of the successionists. Uh, be aware, enemy forces are believed to have intercepted the same message and may be en route to intercept. Message ends. Horus Heresy at the Dallas Open GT is a narrative gaming experience for low-focused, lore-focused, lore-focused armies. <laughs> this is not a competitive event, but rather is mere is where play is focused on fun and great games with a variety of opponents and game styles. Registration is required. Please visit us at DallasOpenGT.com. So if I go to Dallas Open GT, the actual website itself, it lets you register. 
and it looks like this is going down at the Grapevine Convention Center located at 1209 South Main Street, Grapevine, Texas. And let me tell you something, guys. If you plan on going to Grapevine, Texas to go play in this GT here, the Dallas Open GT, it looks like the this is going to be April 12th to the 14th in Grapevine. Take your girl with you, man. If you got a girlfriend, take her with you. Tell her that she can go walk around and have fun in Grapevine because Grapevine is fucking beautiful. My parents go hang out in Grapevine and and do their thing. So anyway, so that is April the 12th to the 14th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's run by the uh, by the the Lone Star Legion, those guys, John Stanford, John Christensen, uh, Powerful Will, Powerful Lucas, all those uh, boys up north, man. So you're going to have a good time. John's going to be here in two weeks. Pretty pumped to hang out with him. Yeah, man. I'm happy for you. I like John. John and Jackson. I wish he could bring Jackson. He can if he wants. I don't know if he is or not. I think he travels for work a lot. I think that's like why he like could end up in your area at the, like the whim. I think yeah. because he deals with all those like trains and stuff. Yeah. I assume he just like I need this and drives off in his train and comes to see you. That's I the just, weird thing because he's an engineer in the train industry, but he's like an actual like engineer, not a train engineer. But it, that's always confuses people because I remember that like even at our plant when you're like I'm an engineer and they're like wait what type of en- are you a train engineer are you like an engi- like a mechanical are you the obsessive engineer? kind are you the obsessive compulsive kind of engineer <laughs> like, are you the kind that everybody talks to and then walks away grumbling about <laughs> <laughs> I always think of John like you know I always think about have you ever seen that movie with Denzel Washington Unstoppable yes. I feel like John would be Denzel Washington in that movie. Like a hundred percent. I feel like, like I know that he's not that type of engineer. Yeah. But I you're feel like, you're confusing people. again. Yeah. <laughs> I just but I feel like he, like he's, a, he's got enough time in where he knows he's right. And like, he would just like, get it done. Like, look, I know how to stop this train and I know your bullshit derailer is not going to work. So I got to control this train. Like, I feel like, I don't know. That's John. That's the type of person John is. I hope you're listening right now, John, because that's the type of person you are. You're like that. Just get shit done. Keep your head down and like just be a secret hero. I bet John's a secret hero. I bet he fights crime at night. <laughs> but. So, yeah, that's all the emails we got. That's yep, that's it. That's all the emails. Anything else? Shout outs. Yeah, just event shout outs. Uh, that's it. Go What's to my that? Battle Burn page. Sign up for some shit. It's built. It's done. It's ready to go. You know who's coming down for Paul? Powerful Paul from Ontario. Yeah, he's that, coming. Man. He's coming down this weekend for That's the so third K event. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. He's such a cool dude, man. I yep. hope he brings some coffee crisp for you, dude. Did I tell you that uh, my uncle knows about coffee crisp? And this past week, when I was at that cook-off, my uncle was there, and we were just talking. And he goes, he goes, you ever want to have a great candy? you need to go to Canada and get you some coffee crisps. And I was like, I had a whole bag of coffee crisps. <laughs> He's like, I was like, it's all right. He's like, it's, you had a ho- it's good. The only thing that sucks are the eat more bars. We've talked about that. Those things are trash. Yeah. Um, th- my favorite thing they have are those wonder bars or wonder yeah. bar, whatever those wonder bars are good. Things. Yeah. Those you with two dots shit. above it. Uh, but you know, no. So like, 
Paul sent me this massive box of just like a bunch of Canadian candy, and he just threw a bunch of coffee crisp in it. And I was like, okay, I like these. I don't really like them too much, but that's fine. Like, I'm I'm going to eat them. But I had so many because Paul sent a fuckload. I took them to work, and I put them in the candy bowl at work. And I told yeah. my uncle, I was like, yeah, I took them to work, and I put them in the candy bowl. He's like, can we go to your work? Because <laughs> I, like, I haven't had these things in so long. And he goes, I'm a little bit pissed off you didn't tell me that you had them. And I was like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't <laughs> – I wasn't aware that you loved these things so much. I didn't know there were people like you out there. That Reminds loved- me when I sent you the fucking uh, the pecan brittle, and it just like never went anywhere. Like nobody got it. Remember <laughs> hey, that? It was, it was in my fridge, man. It was in my fridge, and then it was in Josh's fridge, and then then it was in Josh. Then it was in Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how that went down. That's expensive fucking candy just for Josh. Like I said, it's everybody. It's well over a hundred dollars. Just didn't go anywhere <laughs> for for Josh to eat. Like I I legit stayed away from. Like I did not eat outside of my brittle. Like I just ate my brittle. Yeah. And then you kept giving me shit about that brittle not making it out. I'm like these people got to come to my house. Like I don't see them. Like these people, they know it's here. And they just never showed up. I was like, you know what? People go to Josh all the time. They always go to his shop. I'll take them to Josh. And then I'm assuming that Josh just guzzled them like a uh, like a penguin does fish. Like just, just like like I saw him. I saw him eat a chicken this past weekend, just like that. Like he just ripped all the meat off of the chicken. No bone left. Just went. And then a little bit of cartilage came out. That's that's real. Oh shit. So, but all right. So that is what we have for this episode for y'all. That's it, man. I need to play some hate and give you guys a rundown on playing it. We need to get, uh, cause Maca has it too. And he's been wanting to come on. We need to get James McKenzie on here and do a hate episode, do a rundown of the game and all that. We need to play some kingdom death. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we can do that. If you what ever want to do a kingdom death episode, cause I have the game I played here all the time. So, well, nothing wrong, Ryan. So we will call this episode done, and we will see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody.